Welcome, freescripturebooks.org, the knowledge of God. My name is Jeff. We're doing word studies. That's what freescripturebooks.org is all about. The wrath of God, hell on earth. We're talking about the wrath of God, and this one's called hell on earth. There is no greater hell on this side of eternity than when the wrath of God comes upon the world for those who rejected his commandments and rejected us as the only Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So let's read Revelation. So we're getting into the book of Revelation, chapter 6, verses 12 through 17. I'm going to read the first part, and then I'm going to read the whole passage. Fall on us and hide us from the presence of him who sits on the throne, and from the wrath of the Lamb, for the great day of their wrath has come, and who is able, and who is able to stand. So let's read the whole part. It says, I'm, I looked when he broke the sixth seal, and there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth made of hair, um, and the whole moon became like blood, and the stars of the sky fell to the earth, and a fig tree cast its unripe figs when shaken by a great wind. The sky was split apart like a scroll when it was rolled up, and every mountain and island were moved out of the places. Then the kings of the earth, and the great men and commanders of the rich and the strong, and every slave and free man hid themselves in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains, and they said to the mountain and to the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the presence of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath has come and who is able to stand. Now that's a pretty big destruction. Right now we're going through a pandemic. But this is every mountain, every, every mountain island moved out of its place. That's pretty big destruction. But they're trying to hide from the wrath of God. You can't hide from the wrath of God. You know, so, uh, so let's go on. Revelations chapter 11 verses 15 through 19. I'm going to read a, a, a scripture right in the middle of it. it. Says, "And the nations were enraged, and their and your wrath came, and the time came for the dead to be judged." Um, then the angel, seventh angel, sounded, and there were loud voices in heaven, saying, "The kingdom of this world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of His Christ, and He will reign forever and ever." And the twenty-four elders who sit on the thrones before God fell on their faces and worship God, saying, "We give you thanks, O Lord God, the Almighty." Who are and who were, and because you have taken the great power, you have begun to reign. And the nations were enraged, and when the wrath came, the time came for the dead to be judged, and the time to reward your bondservants, the prophets, and the saints, and those who fear your name, the small and the great, and destroy all those who destroy the earth. And the temple of God, which is in heaven, was opened, and the ark of his covenant appeared in his temple, and there were flashes of lightning, sounds of peals of thunder, and an earthquake, and a great hailstorm. So it said, The nations were enraged. With the wrath came, the time came for the dead to be judged. Seems like the nations were enraged, and that means they were blind with anger. They were blind that they had to repent. They were blind because the judgments just kept falling upon the nations, and they refused to repent. It says they refused to repent of their of their lying, of their stealing, of of their drug use. Revelations 12, chapter 10, verses 12. It says, The devil has come down to you having great wrath, knowing that he has only a short time. So the whole passage of this, it says, Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation, the power, and the kingdom of our God and authority of his Christ has come. For the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down, and he accuses them before God, our God, day and night. And they overcame him because of the blood of the Lamb, because of the word of the testimony, and did not love their life, even when faced with death. For this reason rejoice, O heavens, you who dwell with them. Woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, knowing that he has only a short time. The devil has wrath as well. Insurance companies should not attribute natural disaster to God losing his religion with man. And we hear insurance says, you know, this is a, a, a disaster of God or a judgment of God. The devil has wrath as well. So, so wherever God's wrath is and even where God's judgment is, the devil is in there to make things worse, to stir things up worse, you know, to bring a greater dissension. Revelations chapter 14, verses 9 through 11. 
says, Then an angel, another angel of third one followed him, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast in his image and receives a mark on his forehead nor in his hand, he will also drink the drink of the wine of the wrath of God. So we're talking about the wrath of God. Free scripture books is about word studies. So we're, so we're reading through the scriptures about the wrath of God, which is mixed in full strength in the cup of his anger, and he will be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of his holy angels in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment goes up forever and ever. They have no rest day and night, those who worship the beast in his image, whoever receives the mark of his name. So that is not something that you want to do. You do not rec- want to receive the mark. And there's there's, you know, there's some people now talking about a mark coming to buy or sell, you know, and this mark is probably going to be put in because of, you know, did you receive this antidote or receive this vaccine or not? And you don't want people to buy and sell because they don't want to bring a sickness, so you have to receive this mark. Now, I don't think a mark to be able to, out of convenience or a mark, you know, for any other purposes, God is against. God is against us denying Jesus Christ. So somehow, some way, I believe it's going to come to the point that the mark of the beast is going to be, there's going to be something in there that we have to deny Jesus as Lord to be able to receive it. But still, I'm not getting any mark no matter what. So there's no escape in the wrath of God if you do this. Once you get that mark, you're, you know, you're doomed. You just, there's just no, no escape because I really believe this mark has to do with changing your DNA. And maybe that's part of the vaccine is to change our DNA. And once you change the DNA, you're no longer the image likeness of God. There's no hope for you. Um, it may even change your thoughts. There's, I mean, there's chips going in people's minds now on, on, on research how to, how to send good feelings or good thoughts when they start thinking wrong. So there's less suicide and less depression, that kind of stuff. But once all that stuff's going on, once you get that mark, there's no hope for you. And it's not gonna, you're not going to get it accidentally. You're not going to like wake up and somebody put it on you while you're asleep. And you're not going to go in and say, I didn't know that. You're going to go in fully and uh, fully did, just like you know Adam and Eve. You know, the first, the first sin was over... Um, over food, remember? It says Eve looked at that tree and Satan said, why don't you go ahead and eat of it? It's going to bring great wisdom to you. And she ate of it. And she ate it. She was deceived. She ate of it. But Adam was not deceived. And she gave it to him and he took it. Well, the last sin, the last sins that Simon can commit is also over food. It says, get the meat. If you don't get this mark, you can't go buy and sell. And of course, first thing you think of buying and selling is grocery store, buying food. So if you don't get this, this mark, you can't go buy and sell food. And there's going to be a lot of people that says, I can't, I got to buy, I know, you know, I'm, I'm okay of dying, but I can't let my children die. So I got to get the mark so I can, you know, buy some food for them. And well, you're sending over food, you're, you know, you're putting food. Uh, Jesus said you cannot live on bread alone by every, but every word that proceeds of your mouth was also in, you know, in Old Testament too. So Jesus quoted that scripture. So we got to make sure that our life is built on the word of God, that we survive based on the word of God. We do need bread too, but we don't want to sell our soul you know, to get some natural bread and, and, and deny the manna that came from heaven, deny the bread of life from, you know, from heaven. So, there's no, so there is no escape in the wrath of God if you, if you get that mark. Revelation chapter 14, verses 17 through 20. Threw them into the great winepress of the wrath of God. And another angel came out of the temple, which is in heaven, which also had a sharp sickle. Then another angel, the one who had power over fire, came out from the altar and he called with a loud voice to him and with a sharp, sharp sickle saying, put in her sharp sickle and gather the clusters from the vine and the earth because her grapes are ripe. So the angel swung his sickle to the earth and gathered the clusters from the vine of the earth and threw them into the great wine press of the wrath of God. And the wine press was trodden outside the city and the blood came from the wine press up to the horse's bridle for a distance of 200 miles. 
And Revelations 15.1 says, Then I saw another sign in heaven of great and marvelous seven angels who had seven plagues, which were in the last, which are the last, because of them the wrath of God is finished. So, so seven more plagues. Um, Revelations 15.7-8 says, Then one of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels seven golden bowls full of the wrath of God. So there's going to be a whole lot of wrath of God going on here. Uh, Revelation 16:1. Then I heard a loud voice from the temple saying to the seven angels, "Go and pour out the earth on the earth the seven bowls of the wrath of God." Revelation 16, chapter uh, chapter 16, verses 17 through 21. It's right in the middle. It says Babylon the great was remembered before God to give her the cup of the wine of his fierce wrath. And then finally, Revelations chapter 19, verses 11 through 16. At the end, it says he treads the wine press of the fierce wrath of God the almighty and on his robe and on his thigh he has his name written the king of kings and the lord of lords and that whole passage reads out and i saw heaven open and behold a white horse and he sat on it called faithful and true and in righteousness he judges and wages war his eyes are a flame of fire and on his head are many diadems and he was a name written on him which no one knows except himself he is clothed of robe dipped in blood and his name is called the word of god and the armies which are in heaven clothed in fine linen white and clean were following him in white horses from his mouth comes a sharp sword so that it may strike down the nations remember the nations are are full of wrath themselves or indignant and he will rule them with a rod of iron and he treads the winepress of the fierce wrath of god almighty and on his robe and on his thigh he is named written king of kings and Lord of Lords. So there comes a point where God's wrath is finished, it's over, and Jesus is made King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and this world goes into a whole nether age. So so if you made it through all these teachings on the wrath of God, blessed are you, because you have no fear, because <laughs> they are hard subjects to read. You know, our flesh, which is not yet glorified, can sometimes tremble when we hear about the wrath of God because this flesh has to be died. The wrath of God abides in this flesh, and this flesh will ultimately face death unless Jesus comes back and, you know, and, and takes us, takes us, and where these bodies don't die. He says, Every man is given once to die, then face judgment. So, this, so the wrath of God abides in this flesh, and this flesh is always going to be fearful. We are spirit, soul, and body, but if we live according to body, soul, and spirit, then we're going to have fear of all kind. But when we get our, 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 our spirit correct, spirit, we walk in the spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. We're walking in the spirit. Even though we know that this body is going to die, we don't have to fear death. We don't have to fear where we're going to go. We don't have to fear the punishment of God. We can have confidence that's coming. We can have confidence that as the wrath of God is poured out, that God has set us aside. Many times, and God has taken people out. God took Moses above the wrath. God is, not Moses, but Noah above the wrath. There's other times that God has placed Israel away from the wrath. You know, and I believe that God is going to take us out of the world while the wrath is coming. But even if He doesn't, He can keep us. And if we're walking in the Spirit, we're not going to fear those things and we're going to be sheltered from those things. Free Scripture Books.org, the knowledge of God, be blessed.